Please keep listening. Uh, don't <laughs> don't leave. Imagine that was someone's first try at this podcast. Someone's like, you got to listen to this podcast. And then they're like, okay, I'll just go to the latest one. It's probably got all the latest takes. Hello, everybody. It is me, Julia Ladkowitz, and I'm joined by Matt O'Brien. And this is everybody's favorite podcast, Is This what you want with matt and julia i'm matt i'm the matt part of that and, and i'm the julia part that's matt and then the other name is it's a uh, ro jogan's chappy hour yeah do you think i should uh write a sitcom called that's matt and it's uh anytime something happens they go who did this and then i peek over a counter and they go oh that's matt and then it freeze frames and then and then someone just shoots you, and that's the end. Yeah, I die in every <laughs> I die every seven minutes in the episode because it's annoying to watch. What if you just die at the end of every episode? Like and then Kenny like, from South Park. That's Matt. That's Matt. He's dead now. And then I weekend at Bernie's. They should have made Weekend at Bernie's a sitcom. Them dragging around a dead body for three or four seasons. I mean, yeah, that's a lot of seasons to drag around a dead body. That was a lot of movie for them to drag around a dead I've body. Still never seen it. It was on TV the other day, and it's a lot. Also, that actor, I think he should have got some sort of award or something. Yeah, for being dragged around all willy-nilly? Well, you can see him, like, the whole movie, when I was watching it last, I was, like, looking at his chest. I, just, I wanted to see him breathe. And then also, like, his eyes kind of flutter a bit, but it's like, how are you not, like, literally, yeah, it's there's not bare an act, tits in you your face. you get an actual dead guy and drag him around. Yeah, and people are pouring light beer all over your face. You know what? When I, if and when I die. If, if and when. If. Maybe not. Who knows? And you outlive me. Mm. Do not get remarried. Um, not even. Just, there's no you, grace period? Are you allowed to like stuff a human? Uh, like if you wanted, like the way that you would do a deer head or something, could you do that to my entire body? I think there's a law against it. And then just I take me like, around to restaurants? Can you taxidermy? <laughs> Uh, that's the first search result, by the way. Can you taxidermy a human? As far as I know, it is illegal to taxidermy or mount a human being in the U.S. Illegal or legal? Illegal. Illegal. Human skin discolors greatly after the preservation process and stretches a lot more than animal skin. Oh, no. Yeah, animal skin is taut. That's why it makes leathers and whatnot. So basically... It would be fun for a couple of days, and then my skin would stretch out over my skeleton and turn green. Your skin? We're talking about doing this to me. Oh, I thought you wanted... I misheard. No, when I die. Because you've talked about this in the past, me dying. You're like, I want to stuff you and just put you on the couch. I could stuff your head, maybe. What would uh, <laughs> the position be? Because it's got to be my natural habitat. Would it be on the couch? Would it be... Me, you'd be on the couch, slumped over, Nintendo in hand. Yeah, and then one hand, uh, other hand down the crotch, jangling, <laughs> jangling the junk. Like a modern Al Bundy. Yeah. Ready to rock you like a hurricane. Can I like 3D print you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think. But You'd not with like parts. human materials. Oh, it wouldn't be functioning, <laughs> or you would want it to bleed. Like no, what if, I want, but I want it to feel like skin. 
Yeah, you could get some synthetic. What are those sex dolls made out of? Those like really expensive sex dolls, those real I life think dolls. They're made out of rubber and latex or something. Couldn't you contact that company and be like, yo, make my dead husband you fucking this losers? Is so sad. Could happen. I that would be nice though, if I if if you died and then I'd make you into like a sex doll and yeah. improve the penis. <laughs> I'm getting it's wow. perfect. It's nice. Show them. Show I everybody, s- honey. Okay, for the listener, my penis is out and the <laughs> cops have arrived. <laughs> You're allowed to take your penis in the comfort of your own home. It's not my home. It's your parents' home. Yeah, We're still but here it's, in Ottawa. It's not the park. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm always afraid that your parents are going to see my penis somehow. I don't, oh, they like, have. I scuttled from the bathroom to our room, which is literally next door, and I still cupped everything. I. Um, Why don't you put a towel on? Because I left my undies in the room. <laughs> And I didn't want to put dirty on those. And then my right. towel was wet. I, I didn't really think. But either way, I'm like, this could be the day. This could be the day they see me Let nude. Let him live a little. I'm trying to think. I only remember one instance of seeing my dad naked. I like, he didn't, He. I remember he came out of the shower. I, I don't know how old I was. And the door was a little crack open. And I thought no one was in there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, don't leave it a crack open when your fucking hog is out. Also, people see their parents' jennies all the time, I feel. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a lot. I remember being small enough where I'm like, my dad is huge and everything like it's everything's just big. Everything's bigger. So you're like, yeah. what is going on there? Yeah. And that like sticks with you. It uh, <laughs> very bad. Very bad stuff. But we all have penises and vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> we all have penises. Even if it's not on you, it's tucked away That's somewhere. That's why it's interesting when I, I performed at that nudist resort and it, it was like a go. family nudist resort. Yeah. So everybody's there. Like everybody of all ages is junk Mood. out, you know? Even and that's dogs? normal. It's not like sexual at all. Of course. Yeah. No, the dogs are wearing full <laughs> suits and ties. That's how it should be a news. It should be things that are usually nude. <laughs> dress those up. Birds are wearing diapers for some reason. Just I don't a know. fish with a tiny polo shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm late for work. Yeah, can you imagine you catch a Line fish? Line at Starbucks again. <laughs> it has a Lacoste shirt on. You're like, where is this fish going? Starbucks. <laughs> a fish in a Lacoste shirt would be going to Starbucks. Uh, I guess. Do people still wear Lacoste? Freaking my collar ex-boyfriend did. Popped. He'd oh. fucking love the Lacoste shirt. Remember popping collars? Frosted tips, popping collars. Remember Lacoste shirts, but like layered, like you'd wear like the guys would wear like three of them at the same time for some reason. What's? Is it? I think it's um. Wet hot American summer, but like. The like the TV show that they made out of it, yeah. And the guy who plays Will Gardner, that actor, who is he? That's right, Will Gardner from The Good Wife. Yeah, he popped a collar in that. I'm pretty sure he's wearing like four polos in yeah. one of the things where they're just like the preppy assholes, and it's he's so he's such a good actor. He's a good, great comedic actor, great dramatic actor. And he, you look he at him be? and you're like, you're kind of ugly, but you're also hot. Yeah, you kind of look like a bird, but you're fit. But, and you're but, smooth. But, but yeah, there's something about him that, but he's like, there's like a confidence about yeah. him. Like in The Good Wife, you're like, meow, take yeah. my money. He's got a bit of a crunchy face though, but you're still like, ay, ay, ay. That's the f- one of the first and only TV episodes I, I cried at. I'm not going to spoil it. Just watch The Good Wife. It's got, it's good. And it's a wife. Guys, by the way, uh, here it is four o'clock, so it is right. Uh, chappy hour has just begun. Chappy hour. So raise, is let's upon let's us. cheers, Matt. We cheers before the podcast. Well, we're don't tell them that. 
Cheers. Cheers to another week of a robot finding out who he is through the wonders of a South African gangster rap. What were we talking about, Chappie, this week? And we we're like, what if Chappie? And, and we laughed so hard. Was it, what if I had Chappie's head? <laughs> Would you still love me? No, we were on top of the hill. Oh. And we, talk, we were talking about Chappie. Yeah, what the hell was it? Oh, God. I was a little tuned up. On yeah, we were both a little tuned up on government-issued weed. Yeah. Um, God, what the hell was it? We had a real chuckle about it. Don't remember. Is Damn this it. what you want? Is this what you want? People being like, remember that funny thing from when a time you weren't there, but we do, and you probably won't laugh once we remember it anyway? I'm sorry, but everyone's like, when you're high, everything's funny, and whatever you thought was funny is not after you're not high. And I'm, everything we think of when we're high is still funny after the fact. Maybe we're just stupid idiots, but... Not everything. I have written at least seven to ten jokes that are like closers while I'm high. Closers? Like, good ones. I don't know about that. I mean, maybe I've written bad ones and I just don't remember those ones, but... Yeah, your closers are terrible. I feel like I wrote something down high to... <gasps> oh, yeah. It was a video idea. For like a special effects video where it's like the before and after. Yeah. Maybe this isn't good. <laughs> where I'm like wearing a green screen suit. I can't explain it. I'll just make it. Um, green screen nature. What did I What did I write down the other day? No, I don't remember. I don't know. Um, anyway, Chappie Hour is upon us. Chappie Hour is upon us. Chappie is alive and well. Chappie, Chappie is. Chappie will never die. Chappie is love. Chappie is uh, desire. All hail Chappie. Well, oh, but <laughs> this is this is a, an idea that I had when um, I think the seed of the idea happened not high. And then once I was high, I came up with the rest, which I think is so funny. So we all know the show You Gotta Eat in Here with John Catucci. If you don't, it's Diners, Drivers, and Dives, but Canadian in Canada, style. hosted by John Catucci. Who's a lovely comedian and yes. uh, just a lovely human as well. So I was like, what if, uh, because everybody outside for COVID now, people are going outside because there's nowhere else to go, but you're not, there's no bathrooms open. So like, where do people pee? So I just jokingly was like, what if we do a thing called, uh, you got to pee here. And then <laughs> while I was high, I was like, hi. I'm J- John got to poo and pee and you got to eat here. Is that so You got to pee here. Oh, yeah. You fucked it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Hi, I'm John got to poo and pee. <laughs> you got to pee here. Yeah. Because it's John Catucci. John got to poo and pee. I think here's the thing with these dumb ideas. <laughs> they're bad if you say them with words, but they're funnier if you just do them. Right. Which is what I I used to tell people. In my early days of comedy, all my video ideas and coming out of my mouth, it wouldn't make any sense and sound terrible. Even people that were hearing it would be like, I don't know what you're talking about. But in my head, I'm like, I know how to make it. Yeah, because you can picture it. Yeah. So I'll just make it. And then people are like, well, that's funny. Yeah. So. Well, also while high, I had the idea, the Bobby Moynihan. That's idea. right. Maybe the funniest thing we've ever made that not a lot of people appreciated. Anyway, the, you guys got to check it out. You it's guys a dumb Bobby Moynihan video. Okay, now we're just jerking ourselves off, being like, we're funny and we do this. Well, I'm sorry. Someone's got to say it. Can't fucking do any shows. Well, also, to Manager hasn't talked to me in weeks. Oh, yeah, where the hell is that guy? I don't know. But also, to <laughs> our credit or um, coming to our defense, what am I trying to say? 
last week, if you listened, uh, I was having a horrible week. I couldn't create. I couldn't do anything. And this Bobby Moynihan video was the first thing I did video-wise in a while. I mean, it's so, got 2.4 thousand views on Twitter. That's pretty goddamn That ain't good. bad. Anyway, it's it's funny. Bobby Moynihan, if you're listening, please enjoy it. Yes, Bobby. It's just very interesting that oh, we talked about this last week, how I have that one fan on my Facebook fan page, this old man with a cello. He's always like, oh, smoking hot. Yeah. Like I posted my <laughs> food blog the other day, my food blog. And I was just like, I've gained 10 pounds. Not even any pictures of me. He's like, only comment. Still think you're smoking hot. And then I post my Bobby Moynihan video. Anytime I look like an ugly man, people hate it. Yeah. One like. Cello man. No, cello man. Cello man not even like. Oh, he didn't even like. No. Shit. Me as Bobby Moynihan upsets cello man. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Here's the thing on, on social media. I think people are like. That's why beautiful people get so many likes because they're like, yes, beautiful people being beautiful. I love this. I want to see this. But when it's like a beautiful person like you ugging themselves out, they're like, what a waste. Oh, I honestly and I've talked about this in therapy like months ago. I feel most comfortable dressed up as an ugly man. Even more than being a beautiful woman. Yes. Huh. I feel free. Like, there's no judgments on me. Like, I can do whatever I want. Some of my best memories and the most fun I've had is when I'm dressed up as a man. Well, I guess I experienced that as a very gross early 20s man. Sure. That's when we met. I was a free. <laughs> you weren't a very gross man. But, but yeah, you were bearded and a little bit chubbier. You were, like, non-threatening man. But so I was. I wasn't, like, working out. I wasn't, like, going to the gym or anything. No. I was like, I do what I want when I want. I get a real piece of shit. Um, but now I've changed. There's something like uh, there's I just feel like there's expectations put on women, especially like attract. I, I mean, I do it. I'll see like a pretty girl sometimes who's getting a bunch or whatever. I'm like, ah, fucking pretty asshole. Oh, God. <laughs> and I was like, no, why? Why is that my first? It's my own jealousies and my own preconceived notions and, and the societal standards. What the whatever. Call it what you will. I have fun when I'm dressed up as a dude. Yeah. So, uh, and I maybe thought about do, being, doing like, um, like a drag, like a drag king? king kind of thing. I don't know. You could do, you could drag King Niles. I'm telling you. Oh my, just doing a friggin' dance to, uh, do that. Make a video intro. of that. You should drag King, make drag King dance videos. It would destroy. <laughs> maybe you want to talk about things that'll destroy on TikTok? Oh, mercy me. Is this what you want? Do you want? I tell you what didn't destroy on TikTok was Bobby the Bobby Moynihan video, but sped up because I didn't have time to put yeah, the whole thing. So made I made it an extra <laughs> bit of a nightmare because <laughs> we had to cram it into what one minute or something. And yeah, and it was basically it. It has to be fifty nine seconds, and it was a minute. So I was like, I'll just double the speed. Yeah, easy. That's how it video was, editing goes. It's hilarious, though. Listen, Matt, you've uh, wh- let's do a check in with you. How are you feeling, sweet cheeks? Oh, I'm fine. Spent all afternoon uh, installing a wireless uh, uh, ex- extender for your parents. Mm-hmm. And it took me fucking forever. Which is crazy because like how are normal people supposed to do this? Because you're an actual like I did it. genius. That's the thing. With, I've, I've set these up before where it's like you do it, you do everything right. And then for some reason it doesn't work. And then three minutes later, it's working fine. And then it stops working. And then a couple minutes later, it's working fine. It's like it's like a pizza dough. It almost has to be like kneaded into... The shape and it's, you know what I mean? You just have to keep, keep fisting it until it works. Wow. Like a pizza dough. That's what I think. You heard it here. 
the internet is a pizza dough. Yeah, you got to fist it hard until it works. Uh, yeah, I'm on the network right now, and it's blazing up here, which is a room wow. where it was not that good. But tell me more about uh, bef- before this internet debacle. I feel you, you were having, you were feeling a little bit tender, right? Well, let me first of all, let me ease on, e- get into this first. We went to Best Buy to get these items because I was like, I need some technology items. I don't want to <laughs> order it. I'm going to go to Best Buy. You, what the thing you have to do now is you order it and then you, it's like a curbside pickup. And you're like, okay. So did it. Went to Best Buy. Line up outside. People, a lot of mouth breathing slobs. A lot line. of mouth breathers. Uh, people <laughs> that look like dinosaurs with skin stretched over them. Uh, a lot of people could give a shit about social distancing. Um, I'm wearing my big mask, everything. The funniest thing I heard in line was a guy going in the front of the line going, I just want to buy a television. Can't you just let me in and show me the televisions? They're like, no, you got to wait in line. You got to order it online. And then uh, he goes back in line. He goes, I just want to order a television. Have someone show me. And then he's like, I'm going to get out of here. And then one guy in line goes, hey, bud, go to Staples, right? And he goes, they have televisions? And the guy in line goes, well, I don't know. Uh. (laughs) You're like... What a waste of air in the human language. Like that whole experience was just, just went completely nowhere. Also saw a guy tug on his bare naked balls under his sweatpants. And then another guy (laughs) rub his wet nose. People got to figure this pandemic out. No wonder we're not fucking going anywhere with this. Men rustling their balls, even like pre-COVID. It would happen. The amount of times I saw dudes just organize their junk. Yeah, like just file, going Mar- through the old file Marie folder, condoing yeah. their dick. I <laughs> yeah. don't know <laughs> what brings them joy. Definitely not that thing, that horn of theirs. Horn of not plenty. So far, all the disgusting people in public have been men. Oh yeah. I honest to God think there's going to be studies in the next couple of years being like, why did it take so long? Why was it spreading so quick? And it's just going to be a, a video of every man on the planet reefing on their nutsack. Also, everybody's always like, okay, Karen, about white women. And listen, there are a lot of terrible white women out there. And uh, a lot of uh, videos of them being fucking idiots. And it's like, hello, you're not making the rest of us whites look good. But um, what's the female, equ- the male equivalent for uh, Karen? What's like, like a, a white um, piece of shit, man? Like a gym... Or like a now Jim. Jim's like Jim from the office. He's a nice guy. You know what I mean. You, you need like a Brad. Okay. Dylan. No. Dylan and Karen and, and, and Chad is too much. Chad's like Chad's a, overused. Yeah, and Chad's also more like beefcake sort of Chad's like douchebag. Chad's like a Florida. Okay. Break. Um. Nor Norman. <laughs> Norman. No, Norman's Norman's uh, docile little man. Yeah. He's very quiet. Okay, Rick. No, Rick's a uh, Rick's like a Rick's a straight shooter. He's a straight shooter. Tell you how it is, and then he'll <laughs> drive a truck over it. He'll go mucking through the woods. We'll come back to this. We'll circle back. Let's put a pin in this and circle back. I feel like I'm back at uh, working retail again. That's all people say, and also touching base. Oh. I'm gonna touch base with you after I put a pin in this and circle back a bit. Yeah. I'm gonna do a couple circles, and then I'm gonna pin. When I worked at the ass. Apple store, people like the managers walk by, they they gently touch you on the shoulder and they go, uh, can you touch base with me after you're done with that interaction? And my asshole would pucker up so hard, my nose would bleed. I wish I could shit on command. <laughs> There's certain comics we know that can. Apparently Jason Rouse can. Like he can just shit. I don't ever want to talk about this again. Well, there's a video of him shitting on a roadkill. Oh my God, stop. (laughs) I have not seen it. For sure pre-planned. It could be fake, 
but it's just urban legend. It's uh, I don't know. I don't ever want to talk about this at all. What were we gonna say before that? Well, I was uh, I was thinking about tweeting this morning, so I, I uh, woke up. I woke up early. I woke up before seven. Can you even imagine? Yeah, I heard you scuttle up. I was having fucked up dreams. Yeah. And then it uh, turns out it was 7 a.m. So I woke up. up and I had my little lemon water and with the uh, apple cider vinegar and honey, which I have every morning. Yeah. And then I w- did my little morning pages. And I'm like, and I'm going to go for a nice morning walk. But I'm like, I didn't, I didn't go to the bathroom. I didn't have dump. a dump, have a hot. I didn't dump. have a dump. So I was going to tweet something like I'm a risk taker. And then like in you know, brackets. I go for walks without my morning dumps. Something very dumb. Yes. Something very dumb. Dump. And then I was thinking about it. And you know how they're always like, you should like emulate someone's career for like the life you want. And I was like thinking about the people who are like successful and like what kind of life or career I'd want to have. And I don't know why, but like Reese Witherspoon just popped in my head. I'm like, I, this woman has never tweeted about dumps. And Let's I find fr- out. And Is then she, I felt kind of bad for her because she doesn't have the, I'm a, like, I'm a nobody, but not, and maybe I'll stay a, a nobody with this kind of thinking, but I'm like, would tweeting about dumps really affect me long-term? I wonder. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, like, should, should I be monitoring what I'm saying a little bit? I know what you're saying and it's 100% not, it's not like I'm, not, It's not like I'm saying like racist, sexist, horrible shit. I just want to tweet about dumps, but are our potential employers looking at this? But I also think that's my brand, you know? I mean, people are talking about... Like, if hmm. I want to talk about dumps, I should be able to talk about dumps. And maybe Reese Witherspoon wants to talk about dumps, but she's like, you know, like, legally, Elle Woods doesn't talk about dumps, so I can't talk about dumps. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to find... I searched Reese Witherspoon's handle and poop and dump. (laughs) She was talking about dumps... People, she was talking about like something with the environment. Mm-hmm. I'm sure her management is like, "Hey, Reese, uh, we probably don't need to remind you, but can you not tweet about dumps?" I just don't think her as a human ever just like talks about dumps. She probably calls calls it I'm having a little morning periwinkle or something. You know what I mean? She's yeah. just such a put together woman that I can't ever. But that's not her mo. It. You are you're a, f- a free talking comedian right so if you talk about dumps people will be like yeah that's what she does she talks about things and in all fairness my like most viewed stand-up video is about dumps see you're the dump queen i'm I've the always dump said comedian this. yeah the dump you should dress up after this is all over when we go back on stage whenever that is you wear a doo-doo brown suit and you like it's like well i'm thinking about doing a one-woman show at first i was thinking i'm like um which was crying for attention because i cry a lot but then I was thinking about like, you know, places I've dumped. What if it was crying and shitting? <laughs> crying dump. Dumping dumping tears. Oh. Tear dumps. <laughs> 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 and then the poster is a butt pooping. A butt but crying? a tear shape. Yeah, a butt with a tear coming out of it. I will never do this and that's disgusting. I think you should write it. All those people that like spent years working on their one person shows and like writing it, rehearsing it, and then only to have Fringe canceled this year? Ay, caramba. Yeah, but then they'll do it next year and it'll be even fucking better. Maybe. If we can get plexiglass in enough places. Maybe oh. maybe I'll uh, do a live crying and dumping on Zoom. Would you watch it? It's like a one-person show? But then We're- I think... I know I have dumped and cried a lot, but then I, I can't really think of all the times. I mean, I'd have to sit... The one about the crying is, like, triggering because then I have to, like, relive all those... 
How many times have you cried Horrible on the moments. toilet? Like, while have you ever cried while dumping? I don't know while actively dumping, but I've definitely cried while sitting on the toilet. Like you peed and then cried? Or what do you do first? <laughs> do I think it's one of those things pee? where you're going to the bathroom and then you're just... Like, you're, it's something where I was crying and I was like, ah, I'm crying so long. And I'm like, well, now I have to pee. And then I hold on for a second. I'm peeing. And then I'm, I just sit there defeated and I cry and pee. And Well, according to a lot of CW teen shows, that's where uh, teen girls mostly go to cry. The, the bathroom stall. Yeah, but they're not also like crunching They're out not of shitting. Fucking... Yeah. They always run there and they just sit on the toilet with their pants up, which I always found gross. Um, because there's no top seat. Uh, yeah, well, to, this uh, is a pre-COVID world, baby. Yeah. God, we're not going to be touching anything. I don't want to talk about COVID. I don't want to talk about that shit. No I'm so sick. I, li- I keep having, <laughs> like, literally mumbled to myself the other day. I'm like, fucking sick of this pandemic. Like, I'm just sick of it. You know what I mean? Like, I know we're all sick of it, but it's just like, ugh, just sick of it all. I am sick of it all. I wonder if Staples has any TVs. Um, Matt, why don't, is it too early to talk about, uh, Orm and Puzzins? Or wait, should we do our other segment first? Let's do our other segment first. What's the other one? Well, this will this will go into it nicely. So uh, I uh, I took a shower earlier. <gasps> You're welcome, ladies. Well. And I just let my hair air dry. And the way it air dry- dried, my bangs sort of split down the middle. And I look exactly like Sean Penn in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. What's his name? Spicoli? Spicoli. <laughs> You do have... I posted it on my Instagram story. It's actually a comedy. And I look so much like him, it's upsetting. Oh, my God. You really do. He's got <laughs> little bangs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, don't, I looked it up. I know. That's pretty I'm crazy. Disgusting. So, wait. So, what I want to know is... Uh, so, now it's time for English movies in French. Ah, English movies en français. Bonjour, c'est ça, c'est moi, c'est moi, c'est moi, mama, c'est moi, c'est moi, c'est moi, c'est moi. Parce que, parce que la légende, Those aren't even French words. And it's also not poisson gazes. It's boisson gazes. I say boisson gazes. Boisson. 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 I think it's poisson gazes. No, like a fish drink. Boisson gazes is a soda drink, is not? Yeah. Mm. Um. Listen. What is Fast Times at Ridgemont High in French? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna have to put the mic down, so you're gonna have to fill some time. Skip. Not like that. <laughs> uh, we've had a lot of people um, tweet at us lately. Oh, your friend. Um, I only know her Twitter handle. What's her name again? Is it Taylor? Yes, she got a sweatsito and it looks great. Taylor got a sweatsito supporting the sito business. And by the way, we're not sponsored by sweatsito. No, we're not. I mean, Although they, gave, they gave us a couple free ones. I but, would uh, take another free sweatsito uh, if you're listening. Might keep talking about things until more people give us things. Okay, I got this locked and loaded. Oh my and god! Let me see. Australia, I'll tell you this much: it's just called Fast Times. That's it. They didn't care about Fast the name. Fast Times. Of Oh, you're going to Fierce Times? You're going to Fierce Times? Like, fierce is that, times is that Australian? Fierce Times at Ridge Mountain. They hey. probably don't say they're doing things down under, down under. They're already down under. Down under. Let's go see Fierce Times down under. You mean down the block? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's just like, that's like 
aliens calling themselves aliens. They're not aliens. Like when you go to an alien planet, they're like, hello, we are aliens. It's like, no, no, no. They're from that planet. You're no, they're, the they're like, hello, you are aliens. We hello. are Ghibli Gobs. We are Goobles. Goobles? We are Goobles. I am um, Chappie. <laughs> the, I guess the original title uh, is Fast Times in the U.S. Where's France? There's France. Okay, let's see if I can say this right. C'est chauffe au lycée Ridgemont. I, why, it's weird that I make you do this segment when you can't read. Read that. In French. Ça chauffe au lycée Ridgemont. See? I fucking said it right. What does that mean? What's a chauffe? Chauffeur? What's a lycée? Like a lychee? No. <laughs> oh, lycée is like high school. Okay. So the high school Ridgemont. There was at least a Clodel or something in Ottawa that was like a an artsy fartsy <laughs> high school. This is well, this is what the translation says. It gets hot in high school. Well, there you go. It gets hot in hot in high yeah, school Ridgemont. Is hot. Yeah, so it it gets hot in high school Ridgemont, which it does. It does get hot. That one scene where she comes out of the pool. You remember that? I watched. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just dropped a coaster. I uh, watched that movie. I was quite young. I remember going to a sleepover at this girl, um, Elizabeth Fee's house. Oh, Fee's. And her parents were very, like, conservative, I feel. And we all hunkered down in the basement and watched that. We're all like, yeah, we've seen some things. It's a bit much. Wait, is John Lovitz in that? Doesn't he play, like, the teacher? John Lovitz? Oh, God, I don't know. Doesn't he play a teacher? Let's go, I got the cast right here. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Tom Nolan, Scott, Scott Thompson. Wait, that's got to be a different one. Okay, that's a different one. Um, Fast Times at Ridgemont. Sean Penn. I don't. Is there no John Lovitz? Think John Lovitz. I can't see John Lovitz being in that. Wait, what am I thinking of then? Wedding singer. No, no. John Lovitz isn't in there. Nicholas Cage is in this for a sec, though. Forget, forgot about that. So it's Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, there's a lot of people in this. Also, I don't remember Sean Penn doing another, like, stonery surfer character after that. No. I feel like after that he was like, I'm done with this. Now I'm a professional. Is there a movie where John Lovitz is a teacher at a high school? Yes, and it's called, like, High School High or something. Yes. And he, he goes to the school dance and he's like, I don't like this music. Why don't you put on this record? And it's like, like a rhinestone cowboy. You know what? I think I'm thinking that Fast Times at Ridgemont High is High School High. We should watch High School High. Hi- oh, fuck. We I've need seen to watch both, this. but High School High is what we watched at Elizabeth Fee's house. Okay, so that's it. Because um, then it wasn't like a... I just remember, There was some sort of like dance scene where like the high schoolers were dancing, and it was very erotic. In high school high? Yeah. Fuck, we should watch it if it's erotic. I love erotic things. And like 11-year-old me is like, this, they're grinding. This is a bit much. You, um, can't, you can't just turn on videos in the middle of the podcast. It's very distracting. I know. I just want to find that one scene where he puts on... Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, he starts scratching it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and he gets all upset because his record's getting his scratched. Records, yeah. I, I remember as a kid watching that being like, what are you doing to that record? 
You're ruining his rhinestone cowboy. Because I would put all my parents' records and dance around. They're always like, be very careful about that. Okay, so we officially have plans tonight. We're going to try to watch High School High. Yeah, let's do it. We need to. Because um, after uh, Don't Mess With The Zohan, we need to find another stupid one to watch. We truly do. Um, well, should we get into Warm and Fuzz Fuzzbows? Yeah, let's get into Warm and Fuzzies. Warm and Fuzzies. Okay, you start. Warm because I feel like I do you? Okay, I'll start. I have two warm and fuzzies. I mean, they're all one they and the same. They better not be mine or I'll fucking lose it. It's not going to be yours, you dick lord. I'm the lord of the dicks. Lord of the dicks. Um, so, last week I sort of like retreated from everybody. I didn't really talk to a lot of friends. Uh-huh. But this week, um, I was like, friends are family and they <laughs> and they help and and i don't know why i was putting it off because part of me was thinking like if i call them then i'm burdening them or even, i don't even know what i would say to them right now because i don't want to be like a downer because everybody's going through shit but uh part of uh, my artist way week three is one of the things is like call one of you like write down like champions in your life or people who like uplift you and are always you know, making you feel good. Yeah. And they're like, uh, call one of the champions in your life. So I was like, I'm going to call Christina Walkinshaw, who listens to this podcast, by the way. She's one of those friends who's like, I listen to like all hey, my friends' podcasts, Christina. which is crazy. I don't listen to anybody's podcast because I just don't. Um, maybe it's nice. Maybe it feels like you're hanging out with them. Maybe. That's... But she, no matter what, she's just very supportive. She listens to people's like comedy albums, whatever. So I hadn't talked to her in quite some time and she's in New York and She's doing quite well. She has a writing job right now and she's doing sit-ups and push-ups and marking them off like she's in prison, you know, like one, two, three, four, Hell yeah. five across. Anyway, called her. We had a nice 40-minute chat and I basically told her, I'm like, uh, you're my positive friend who uplifts me, <laughs> <laughs> uplift me. And she's like, of course. And it was just like such an easy, effortless chat and I felt so much better after it. That's nice. And it's not even like she gave me like crazy words of wisdom or anything. I'm like, oh, it's just like nice to just talk with someone who puts a positive spin on it. A on positive everything. person. Yeah. Because I, 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 I can, I can uh, veer towards the negative at times. And a lot of my friends can, which is understandable, especially right now. But yeah, it was, it was very positive. And then she, she because she's been doing like a hundred sit-ups a day, a hundred push-ups, And she's like, I didn't start there. Like I worked my way up to it. Cause with me, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm not working out. And then it seems overwhelming. So I do nothing. So now if I find myself doing a stretch or whatever, I'm like, okay, now that I'm down on the mat, let's, let's do 10 push-ups. Okay. We'll do 10 sit-ups. Oh, now that I'm down here, I'll add on, I'll add on. So that's been helpful. And then I had another chat with my, my best friend, Jess Brown, who's doing artist way with me. Always said her full name your whole life. Jess Brown, even though she's not even Jess Brown anymore, technically. I guess. Um, but yeah, we had such a nice chat. And then she, she told me, she's like, out of all my friends, She's like, you are by far, I've always thought you're by far the hardest working. You've pursued your dream and your career. Like. She said this about you. About me. And oh. she's like, to like full capacity. She's like, you've never like half-assed it. You've always just gone for it. And I can say that without a doubt that you're my friend who's kind of like gone for it the most. And it's a really admirable. I was like, just brown. <laughs> and I was getting emotional. And then after I got off the phone with her, I texted her. I'm like, you're, cause she's like. She's so amazing. And she she's an actor, but also because she didn't want to work in restaurants anymore, like for a part-time job. 
she like started her own wedding business yeah and like she has a successful like wedding business like planning that but she, it's not her like full passion but i'm like even though she sees herself as like a part-time actor i'm like she's still booking more than other people and what she like the work she does is so incredible so i was texting her that and we were both going back and forth because i'm like i wanted to post um like a scene just you know of, of uh of material that's already been on tv or whatever yeah i just wanted to post it or whatever but i was like i'm so worried what people think of me and jess was the same way she's like i want to do like a monologue but i'm i'm just always worried so we both said like no let's do it and i messaged her i'm like the world needs to see your greatness because you're so good and if they don't like it, then fuck them. Like, so it was a very uplifting two conversations with two good uh, gal pals. And uh, just, yeah, it was, it was it, at the end of the day, it was like, just do things and fuck everybody else. And who cares? Now's the you time, know? baby. Do it. And also reach out to people if you're feeling that's a good lesson as well. It's like if you're feeling yeah. that kind of down, I need to learn that lesson myself. I don't reach out to nobodies. Right. I go for a long run and then sweat it out. Well, which is which is also good. Exercise it's also is fine, good. But I need to talk to people more. And it's, but I understand. Like it, it, it was a week of me like barely answering texts, blowing off calls with friends. I was just like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. And that's okay too. But I'm saying it could be. It's the antidote for the sad times sometimes. Agreed. Not Agreed. that you're just calling your friend all the time and just like being like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like try to go into it. With and clear, uh, put a steady mind. Yeah. But like, just try to remember the good shit too, you know? That's good. That's fuzzy. Because we have a lot to be grateful for. That's both fuzzy and warm. It is fuzzy and warm. What about yours, Matthew O'Brien? <laughs> did you say two? I did. Well, the Jess Brown, the Christina Walkinshaw. Um, well, maybe I'll say two as well. One happened today. Mm. Uh, your, uh, lovely uncles came to visit. Oh yes. My uncle Billy and his partner, Denise. Uncle Billy and his partner and they social distanced in the backyard and they were talking to us and he like said how like basically how proud of both of us he is. He's like, this is a crazy time. And he's like, I've been watching your videos and you guys seem to be making it work. And he's like, in a, this is a time where like no one's able to really do anything. And especially with our careers, He's like, it's so uncertain, but you guys, it's basically, he was like, it's clear that after this, you guys will skyrocket kind of thing, which is very nice to hear. Right. It's like, <laughs> it was, and he's like, I don't know. He's, he's one of those people that's very like, uh, he can rub you the wrong way. He can rub you the wrong way, but he's also very opinionated and like, you're like, oh, I've never, I'm never sure if he likes things one of those people you know what i mean it's like it's like oh do you like this is this okay for you because he's a bit of a fancy man and yeah. uh it was a very nice to hear he can be very nice he can also be very cruel but you know. uh the, today was a nice day so i'm glad it Let's was focus nice on that. it was a nice little <laughs> thing to hear because uh yeah i keep you know i it slips into my head every now and then what the hell our career even is right now and mm -hmm. Somebody, he's like, from the outside, he's like, just so you know, people are watching and they're liking what you're doing. So I'm like, I don't care. Because I need to hear that. I, I wouldn't have known that because he, it's not like he comments on stuff really. So he's like, just know that even though we're not outwardly saying it all the time or, you know, liking or sharing or whatever, because they're, yeah. it's not like they're on social media really. He's like, it doesn't go unnoticed. But that's like my parents too. Cause I, I, I don't think they, I never think they know anything of what I'm doing. And then I'll call them and talk to them. And they were like, oh, I saw this and like this, blah, blah, blah. And like, 
my sister actually shared another thing that I'm, uh, is my second warm and fuzzy. Uh, we got into like this. We're, we're part of this like film festival. The, this like uh, the first annual short isolation film isolation festival. short film festival. We submitted two things, and at first they were like, "This is a rinky dink little thing, whatever." Submit. We know the casting director that's organizing it. It started to snowball and got like big corporate sponsors and stuff Bell like Media, that. Bell Media, Cineplex. Yeah, and now it's become this big thing this weekend. And like there was a trailer that came out today and it showed all the films that are involved and we're involved. Well, well it didn't show all the films because there was 800 films, but, but ours got a little snippet. Th- our, that means ours is in the top 30. So you think ours so? Is, it is. That, oh. Ours is in the thing. For sure? Yes. Which is why this is warm and fuzzy and nice. Oh, I didn't know that that meant that for yeah, real. Yes. So oh. it's uh, How exciting. very lovely. And uh, it's just an extra little thing to put in our caps, right? That wasn't, I'm, I'm, I got a sniffle. I'm not crying. I swear. I have a Matt weird. Matt is weeping. There's a lot of pollen He's about. crying poo out of his eyes. Poo's are coming out of my eyes. Um, <laughs> Why did I have to ruin a beautiful moment? I didn't know this. This is actually, I'm I'm experiencing this warm and fuzzy in real time and I See? love it. And uh, we did like a stupid red carpet thing that was pre-taped, but it's going to be uh, on uh, no, it's Saturday. Live. Yeah, it's live, quote unquote. But uh, either way, if you watch it, it's enjoy live. it. It's going to be fun. It's a fun, stupid thing. Um, but it uh, made me feel really good, and a bunch of our friends have filmed, and it's just like it just made it feel more like a community, and it just also makes me feel like Canada is more like a community. Like it's just, yes. I guess. Let me make that my third warm. Sorry, I have three warm fuzzies. Oh my god! Because wa- May two four just can happened. This podcast handle that many warm. And oh fuzzies? my god! It's warm overload. It's it's hot and it's too fuzzy. Hot it's and so hairy. Soft in here. It's gonna be so hot and hairy in here. Um, it was May 2-4 on Monday and it was like raining and we opened the garage here and mm-hmm. we uh, sat, in a couple, sat in a couple chairs, had some beers, listened to some fucking Canadian tunes and like in my head, I almost yelled it out loud. I was like, I fucking love Canada. It's like, I fucking, it's, I know. oh, I love this country. It's, it feels very special. feels very special and very nice. And like with this film festival and all our friends and like little things that are happening up here, it's like a very nice thing. It's also because, and I mean, it's a smaller pond, so we're bigger fish here. And I feel, I feel more important here, if that makes sense, or worthy, or that people care about what I'm putting out there. Whereas sometimes in the States, especially, you know, starting again in comedy, I feel like people are just like so easy to sort of brush me aside there. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, we were still getting settled down there. That's the thing. Yeah. And, and now that momentum is. Come to a screeching halt, but it's come to a screeching halt for everybody. So uh, <laughs> everything's come to a screeching halt. So we're all just doing our best. Everything's come to a screeching halt except for Best Buy Canada. Lineup episode of Best Buy with all the other ghouls. Scratch your balls. Wi-Fi touch your face. Scratch your balls. Touch your dick outside the Best Buy. Touch everything. Don't wear a mask. So uh, we have a few shows coming up. A little, a few Zoom shows. Holy shit. Can we plug shows? I mean, I guess we could. So we have uh, the, the, the West Side Comedy Show, which is at 7 p.m. PST, right? Yeah, if which... Uh, this is coming out Friday. Actually, I'm probably going to release it right after we're done. So technically Thursday, but Friday, May 22nd, uh, Westside Comedy Theater, 
yes. their Twitch channel. Is it Twitch or is it Zoom or is it? I don't understand. Uh, just Google Westside Comedy. We'll uh, we'll post stream. it on our on our uh, we'll post it on our, on socials. our socials. And then Saturday we have the setup. That's uh, on May thirtieth. Sat- this Saturday is the Isolation Film Festival. Oh, right, right, right. May twenty third, Isolation Film Festival. And here's the thing. So with these live Zoom comedy shows, I haven't been doing like straight stand up. We we are doing that fun pre recorded stuff and whatever because the thought of doing straight live stand up to my laptop has just been yes soul crushing. Oh, but yeah. I think for Friday I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna power through it. Yeah, we talked about this. I'm just going to... Do it. I'm just going to do it. And if it sucks, fine. I don't know why I'm putting so much pressure on it. Because this is... I need to get out of my comfort zone. And ooh, so this was a podcast that I was listening to. And by the way, I know I just said I never listen to podcasts. Mm. But uh, it was like a Freakonomics episode of um, like how to really like achieve greatness. And they touch on like Malcolm Gladwell's sort of like 10,000 hours thing, blah, blah, blah. And it was basically the guy who sort of created that theory. Um, and it's not just doing something for 10,000 hours that makes you great. It's sort of, you know, working to improve on those things. Cause if you do the same thing for 10,000 hours and it's just exactly the same, you're not really going to get better. So for right. me, it's like, yeah, I've been doing, I've probably been doing stand up more than 10,000 hours in my life, but if I'm not pushing myself, even though everything in my f- being is like, I don't want to do a live Zoom show and I fucking hate this. Yeah. But it's like, why not? What's the worst that can happen other than like failure and it sucks? But I'm like, who cares? Just do it. Try something else and, and may- maybe I'll friggin' love it. You know what? Here's why I think it's so much more annoying to do Zoom shows. And this is, I tweeted about this, but my first experience doing it, I bombed in my, well, I just, I just couldn't do it. I tried to tell jokes and no one was laughing. And I just, and I'm like, wow, I'm bombing at home. Yeah. In the safe space, in my safe space. (laughs) And this feeling's not supposed to be here. I don't mind bombing in a comedy club where I can be like, literally run out the back door into the night and then change the environment entirely. This is like, Oh, I'm still here. I'm just sitting simmering in the juices of this feeling. But it's, it's in the same way that, if I would do a, sh- sometimes I would do a show in LA and there'd be like, I don't know, seven to 10 people there. It's a loud bar. It's whatever. And they come off stage. I'm like, that set sucked. I fucking bombed. And then you, Matt would be like, uh, you look around you. You didn't bomb. This yeah. is, these are the circumstances. And I think we have to realize these are the circumstances. Are the circumstances. They're not ideal. That's right. If you were doing, you can say that about so many shows that we just have to take it for what it is and not put so much pressure. And you and I both are very much, we'd like feed off the crowd and oh, yeah. we riff and whatever. And if something isn't going well, we tend to comment on it. Whereas some comedians just do their act and power through. And I Ugh. think both of us need a little bit more of that. Yeah, I think so. Because I remember when we were doing um, our show, when we briefly hosted a show at Bar Lubitsch called Noisy Neighbors, which had some really great shows and some whatever ones. But one one night, it was a very small crowd, and kind of all the comedians were commenting on how small the crowd was and how much people weren't liking it. And then I talked to some of the people after. I was like, thanks so much for coming. Appreciate it, blah, blah, blah. And they were like tourists from like Denmark or something. They're like, we really loved it, but like, I wish, I wish people would stop saying that we weren't liking the show because we were liking the show. And I was like, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Like, we... 
why why would we be punishing the few people that did show up to watch? That's why I'm what I'm hoping comes out of this if and when we're able to perform live again, I hope I have a new appreciation for live stand up. And it's, I hope audience members do too. That that too. I hope there is a wave of like, oh my god, we're actually out. Let's enjoy this to the fullest extent. Yeah. Um because or hopefully there people aren't poisoned by being wa- by watching so much stand up on TV and then they're like, right. well this isn't the same. Well now yeah, now everybody just feels like they're an expert because they can see all the stand up literally at the click of a button yeah. on their phone li- on the toilet if they want in the bathtub anywhere you can you can see it. So it could go one of two very drastic ways. Another I had to get a dream the other night where I'm like everything just literally went back to normal and I was like hmm like if if I was like if everything went back to normally how it was I'd be like no it's supposed to be like one extreme or the other. I think I'm used to extremes now. Cuz this is like an extreme situation. So I'm like well, also in the podcast that I was, I'm, oh my gosh, like, who am I? I've been listening to, listening to a bunch of Here's, podcasts. Welcome to the, is this what you want? The podcast where we just plug other podcasts you should be listening to. for some reason. So, okay. So this is what I listened to. The, the Freakonomics one. Oh, where did it go? Anyway, I don't know where that one went. Um, Freakonomics. I listened to that one. But then today, I uh, my, my friend Natasha Pearl Hansen, the comic, uh, a lovely woman. Comic friend ambassador she honestly is she she's this person who can is a machine she's another christina walkinshaw type person oh yeah she's so positive is always taking meetings always working on herself and others and she's the the fittest human i have ever met i catch myself watching her instagram stories because she's like she'll talk about her life and she's like i'm overcoming things and like i'm working out i'm like fuck yeah yeah like it's weird like like I, i always used to make fun of like motivational people on like instagram stuff i'm like dude your motivation is fuck but she's also like honest about it. It's not like sugar coated or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's like real, man. Anyway, lovely person. But uh, so I had posted a bunch of pictures of tulips, and I'm like, oh, I've been sad lately, but these tulips cheered me up. Hopefully, they will cheer you too. And so she's like, I listened to this, and uh, it really helped me. So the it's a a TED Talks daily called "It's Okay to Feel Overwhelmed." Here's what to do next. And Elizabeth Gilbert is the guest, the author of Big Magic and Eat, Pray, Love, blah blah blah. But fuck. What the hell was it? <laughs> what was the whole point of this? Wait, what were we talking about right before this? You were talking about... <laughs> right before you I said were... Natasha Pearl Hansen. Oh my God, we're both idiots. Oh my God. Motivational people. Um, shit, we lost it. Why do I have zero recollection of what we were actually just talking about? Do you want to know what I think about every time you talk about uh, the tulips? Do you know that song, Tiptoeing Tiptoe Through No, the no, tulips? no. Don't get me away from this more. <laughs> no, because we got to wrap this up soon. No. Find that deep into your mind. Extremes. Uh, walking Through the Tulips. Podcasts. Ambassadors. No, no, it, was, it, was before, it was before Ambassadors. It was before Tulips. Wow. What were know. you literally just talking about? What were we talking about? Stand up. Oh, yeah. What stand? Oh, yes. Okay. So basically, in this podcast, they were talking about how kind of situations like this always bring out like the very worst in people and the very best in people. Agreed. 
I mean, if I had just got there quicker, it would have been like, huh. But now it, it, I know that doesn't sound very profound, but these like massive things happen, like what's happening now on a global scale and people are at their best and people are at their worst. And she's like, it's very interesting kind of like, cause everybody has their predictions of like what's going to happen in society. And she's like, my utopian friends, I've already pictured like, it's a more like euphoric way of life after this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, my dystopian friends are like, no, this is the beginning of like, yeah, you know, uh, police, state, government rules, everything, blah, 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 blah. So don't I see it? It is. But it's also we we're not experts, just the humble you and me. Yeah, we even the experts, we can't fully predict what it's going to be like after this, because we as a society, as we know it right now, have never gone through something like this. That's right. It's new. I mean, society has, but us living and breathing right now. Two things before we go. Oh, my God. First of all, this is what I think about every time you talk about going to see the tulips. Right, the tulips. <laughs> you know the song? What is that from? Tiny Tim. It's Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Is that what you picture me doing? Tiptoe Through the, the tulips. tulips with me. Have um, you been lately? Because they now that with the warmer weather, oh, these tulips are popping. Let's take a bike ride there after to then tonight even. I walked for an hour. Come today. on, girl! Come on, girl! Maybe. Come on, girl! Okay, we're gonna. This is what we're closing on. Um, here is more facts about the show, the movie High School High. Oh boy! First of all, I'd like to uh, point out that the release date was October twenty fifth, nineteen ninety six. Mm-hmm. Uh, throughout the years, it was released very differently. What do you mean? Like, it was released in Turkey on December 27th, 1996. It was released in Colombia, December 25th, Christmas Day. People were like, hey, we're in Colombia. Let's go see what High School High. What was it called in High School? Uh, what, sorry, what was it called in Colombia? Uh, cannot find the translation, but I will say this. Well, first of all, the, about the release. It was released in Greece. November 22nd, 2005. Almost 10 years later. Nine years later. Why? Greece was like, what the fuck is this? And they're like, it's high school high from almost nine years ago. And they're like, all right, I'll watch it. Greece got it. Absolutely insane. I'm very excited for high school high. Second of all, this big closer. What do you think the name of high school high is in South Korea? In English. Oh, um, <laughs> I don't expect yeah, you to speak like, Korean um, right now. <laughs> speak Korean okay. right high now. High school high in South Korea was called. Um, school is bad. School. You're so close. It's shocking. High school high in South Korea. The exact English title quote is "Good morning school." <laughs> what did you say? Bad school? I said bad school. Good morning, school. And that's a good morning from all of us here at Was This What You Want? I'm Matt O'Brien. Over there I'm is... I'm Julia Ladkowitz. Matt O'Brien, where can they find you? Matt underscore O'Brien on Twitter. Matt O'Brien on Instagram. And where do they find you, Ladkowitz? At Julia Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. Also, Was This What You Want? Podcast on Instagram and I T W Y W podcast on Twitter. Oh shit! We forgot to talk about talk about why we haven't done the YouTube thing yet. Oh gosh, we can't even talk about it. We can't. Let alone get around to it. 
<laughs> oh my god, we'll talk about it next our week. Our YouTube channel coming soon, coming soon. Stay this tuned. This is going to be a running bit it. where we're like next week our YouTube channel is coming out 10 years from now. No, we're doing it. We're Is this what you want? Is this what you want and we're doing it? That's Two my podcasts old podcast. Intertwine. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.